0: everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Flow Show. Today is Wednesday, February 6th. My name is Angela. And my name is Chris. And as most of you know, the Flow Show is not a real show. It is a social experience, because I don't look at you, I look at the chat which I have here on my iPad. Oh, that?
1: Well, the- I've got that full screen on my screen.
0: So we're there on a monitor where we can see ourselves? There it is. <laughs> it's on this screen, but it is in the best lower third that you saw full screen just mm-hmm. now. Where? Right there.
1: Right there, Who put that there?
0: At the bottom of the screen Did you there. put that lower third there? You see what it says there? How did that sneak on at our screen? Mm-hmm. So you get the social experience too, even if you can't watch live um, at jblive.tv on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Boom. Standard Time.
1: JBLive.tv.
0: Um, so tonight's show is called Got Milk. We're going to dive into the topic of milk, and I guarantee that everybody will walk away knowing just... A little tidbit more about milk. And it's really crazy. Um, in just a very quick research time, you know, because, like, research is for real shows, um, I, I I just discovered some things that are just mind-blowing. But I will have everybody know that these links that I've provided in the show notes that are available on jupiterbroadcasting.com under this show, um, they are merely used as uh, discussion platforms for oh, this show. Okay, You know, like... Um, I do have a website that's very anti-milk, you know, and, and if you're like a really big milk lover, maybe you don't want to hear that, or maybe you want to say that they aren't facts or whatever. So, so you're saying so that's that we fine. might have
1: milk fanboys watching? Possibly. possibly. And and this is, gonna, is this going to be anti-milkite?
0: No, 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 no. No, not completely, but th- I mean, we're just going to kind of talk about... Milk. Milk. I don't know. I, so I'm just letting you guys know, it's, it's more of a discussion platform as opposed to providing facts. I just want to get. I just don't want to get blown up on YouTube with comments of like, you know, where's the research? Where's behind the milk the, science? Yeah, you guys should take your
1: milk a lot more seriously.
0: But all the links that I have do have references, so you know, it's not like it's just some blog. Okay. So speaking okay. of some blog. Yeah, yeah. So there <laughs> is. Uh, we're gonna watch just a quick video that'll give you some information, um, background on milk. Really.
1: Background on milk?
0: Yeah, just or just like, it's like a hol- holistic view, j- a very succinct. Let's hit it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good.
2: The hidden cost of milk. Global dairy consumption is on the rise. This means more people around the world are benefiting from the nutrients found in milk. But 30 to 50 million Americans are lactose intolerant and shouldn't be drinking milk at all. And modern cows are often injected with hormones and antibiotics to increase their milk production. And these can be harmful. Health. C. Americans drink an average of 181 pounds of milk per year. Annually, one dairy cow produces nearly 20,000 pounds of milk, along with over 36,500 of manure. That's 330 pounds of waste per milk drinker. Raising cows consumes 50% more energy than raising pigs or chickens. Environment, C minus. The global revenue of milk is over $116 billion, 35.5% of the dairy market. Every year, the number of dairy farms with under 100 cows declines, while mega farms grow, meaning more jobs for machines and fewer jobs for farmers and farmhands. Economy, C+. Final grade,
1: C. Oh, that's not bad.
0: I mean, a C, To see more you know. videos
2: from the Hidden Costs series, check out insurance quotes.
1: I would prefer an A.
0: Yeah, well, so it's, it's interesting, but they just touch on a, just a, a few The, the, the statistic
1: that jumped out at me was uh, 50% more of an environmental impact than a chicken. Yeah. But when you consider how much larger a cow is and how much more probably I would assume food type you, material you get from a cow, a 50% increase isn't that bad. Cause how, I, bet the res, I bet the results you get from a cow is more than 50% of what you get from a chicken.
0: Well, and what's interesting and we'll learn later is that a uh, cow is fed to chicken. Gross. Yeah. That's there, gross. There, there's cow in your chicken.
1: <laughs> well, there's cow in a lot of things. Like
0: I know. Yeah. 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 Well, so, Um. So, okay, so let's just jump into uh, okay. my, More? my first uh, link. It's fun facts about milk. Fun facts about milk. Oh, by the way, somebody made a really great comment up here that I want to uh, highlight. In the chat room. I don't drink milk, frustrated tech says. I wait for it to ferment, then I eat it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's gross.
0: Yeah. That's, that's gross. So yeah. Alright. Um and Tyler's saying that's why you need to that's why we need to convert to hemp milk because I'm not sure why. Well Yeah, your pain says I don't care what it does to the environment as long as I get my milk.
1: Well you do like your like you like a bowl of mac and cheese. Let's be honest. You like your bowl of mac I and do, cheese. I
0: do, I yeah. do, I do. But after doing this research, like
1: yeah right. We'll no, see about that. I know,
0: we'll I know. See. Yeah, mac and cheese has been like my go-to meal f- while I'm pregnant here. You know. All, all right. right, so let's talk about this. All right, so all cows are female, okay? Because if it's uh, if it's male cattle, it's called a bull. So just, just so you know. <laughs> well,
1: that makes that explains so much.
0: Yeah, uh, dairy cows provide over ninety percent of the entire planet's milk supply. It takes ten pounds of milk to make one pound of cheese. Ten pounds of milk Yeah, so what's interesting is that they use pounds of milk, even though it's a liquid and cheese is a solid, you know, so mm. that but but I guess it's just to get and wait. uh yeah, the idea of that. It's twenty one pounds of milk to make one pound of butter, which is crazy, and twelve pounds of milk to make a single gallon of ice cream, which actually isn't too bad since you know, because that's a whole gallon, but um milk costs more than gasoline in many areas of the United States. Which is pretty crazy because when you read the next thing, despite its creamy texture, milk is comprised of 85 to 95% of water. Wow, well, yeah. Um, which makes sense as well because our bodies are made up of, of primarily water. They are
1: bags of mostly water. Yeah,
0: and, and, and cows are mammals too. So, um, all right, it takes, this is crazy, 345 squirts to produce one gallon of milk.
1: No. Oh, wow.
0: Right? I know, yeah. Nobody, nobody talks about that in school or anything. Quack. Yeah, three hundred and forty-five times. That's
1: why you got to hook up a machine, because otherwise so, you're gonna be you're gonna be squirting all day.
0: I don't know. I should have looked up how many servings are per gallon, because then we could just take three forty-five and divide it by servings and say for every cup of milk, this many squirts. How many
1: squirts? Yeah. How many squirts is in your cup?
0: All right. A cow udder holds between twenty-five and fifty pounds of pure milk. Okay, that's not bad. Right. So that's about two and a half to five pounds of cheese <laughs> in a cow udder. All right. A, a single cow, cow yields about 90 glasses of milk per day or about two hundred thousand glasses of milk over a lifetime. Wow, yeah, it's crazy. Um, milk is unique because no other beverage in the world contains as many natural nutrients. Um, now, when it says that, I don't think that cow milk is necessarily more nutritional than, or nutritious than human milk.
1: Oh, you okay. know, like it doesn't
0: say Does it just cow mean milk. milk in general. Yeah, these are fun facts about milk and cows. So um, I don't know that they're actually talking specifically about cow milk, but I think milk in general from mammals is what they're.
1: Yeah, about. baby. Was it hot?
0: <laughs> All right. Young children need nutrients in milk um, pr- because it provides their developing skeletal systems, um, so they can replace bone mass about every two years until they reach maturity. Yeah, kids grow fast. Um, milk was delivered in glass bottles until plastic containers were invented in 1964. Mm-hmm. And you have to wonder like, when they removed the BPA from the plastic for the milk containers.
1: Well, they're talking about glass there.
0: No, I know. But since 1964, it's been plastic.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, probably more recently, actually. I,
0: well, now I know. Yeah, probably 90s, late 90s. Hmm. Um, Don't know. I'd never buy human milk at the store. Well, nobody's suggesting. So, mammals wean off of milk after Besides, toddlerhood. Everybody
1: knows you buy it over the internet.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, let's see. Uh, milk would not be frothy without its protein content. Kind of makes me want to vomit. Tasty. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, until the development of milking machines in 1894, farmers only milked cows, or I'm sorry, only milked about six cows an hour. Today, the average dairy farmer milks more than 100 cows per hour. That is a huge increase. That, that's a
1: major increase.
0: Yeah. Um, milk delivery to homes began in 1942, which is interesting, you know, World War II there.
1: Cool. Well, and it's it probably probably more likely, uh, it's probably more likely has to do with refrigeration and uh-huh. portable refrigeration, potentially.
0: Right. right. Yeah, and that's actually one of the things that's brought up later about, you know, how supposedly milk is this huge staple for us, but... You know, before refrigeration, you know they weren't able to store the milk. They immediately converted it to converted it to butter or cheese. Nummy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's see. Milk pasteurization, which began in the late 1800s, okay. is partly responsible for curbing the tuberculosis epidemic of that time. Ah. Which I actually didn't look into um, the reasons why that is the case. So we'll just- goats'
1: milk contains more butter fat than uh, cow milk. Mm-hmm. So if you got yourself a goat. Yeah. Get yourself some buttermilk.
0: So some other milk sources for consumption, donkeys. Donkus. I've never heard of that. Donkus. Reindeer, sheep, water buffalo, yaks, moose, horses, soy, hemp, almonds. Um Well What?
1: I mean I'm not saying you'd want to drink it, but they could put people on there.
0: Yeah, they could well or also there's you dogs
1: know, or cats oat, I
0: mean, coconut. Yeah. Um
1: Coconut for sure. Rice. Yeah.
0: But there's issues with those, too, and I'll I'll talk about those in just a little bit. What? But,
1: Tyler in the chat room says what? the Chinese, is this real, have genetically modified cows to produce human milk instead of bovine milk? No way. Is that for real? What, no? Tyler in the chat room says the Chinese have genetically modified cows to produce human milk. That can't be.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I've actually heard about that, but I think his statement is overstated. I think it's human milk like, or like human milk. It's not like it has some similar proteins well, how could it be but it's human not milk? no it has some similar proteins but it's not i am if it does not sure. come from a human it I can't i remember be human hearing milk. about that yeah <laughs> i, I mean, remember hearing about that okay
1: well, that's gross yeah that's super gross
0: <laughs> okay well so let's go into some of the um the different things that we already kind of discussed this but um okay okay so milk has a bunch of hormones and antibiotics because the mm. cows that are constantly being milked, uh, first of all, to keep up with the production, need those things, and they do get sick, and and it's just kind of like they're just on a diet of that stuff. Nummy. Yeah, and it's in your milk; it gets passed through milk. It antibiotics go through milk. A lot of toxins go through milk. Um, pesticides go through milk, et cetera. Ew. But so you have to wonder. When milk is converted to cheese, does it lose any of that stuff?
1: Oh, does the process of making it cheese right. strain it out?
0: Now, some people are allergic to milk. They can't drink milk, but they can eat cheese. And and it's because something in the process of making the cheese uh, deflects one of the aller- main allergens. Okay. Okay. But I'm sad to say that that is the only thing that happens. All the antibiotics and pasteurization or whatever is concentrated at 10 times the amount of a glass of milk because it's 10 pounds of milk for every one pound of cheese. Hmm. Wah, wah.
1: Well, now then, I don't know. Do I believe that, though? Because wasn't it... What was it? Do you remember what the stat was for butter? Because uh,
0: 21 pounds.
1: I know, like... For, for one pound. For butter, I can have a lot of butter and not get a gut ache, but if I have a little bit of milk or a little bit of cheese, I can get a real gut ache. Mm-hmm. So I don't for whatever reason it doesn't bother, butter, shouldn't butter be even more concentrated then? Uh, and it doesn't bother me.
0: You know, I have some I'm just saying right. butter science.
1: Maybe it's just butter math, I don't know.
0: <laughs> butter math. <clears throat> hmm. Well, we're gonna talk about a couple minerals that help with digestion digestion of milk, and okay. that might be part of it. But okay. I didn't I didn't go into depth into butter. Well, so I I don't I can't. We could do a, that.
1: you know we should that's probably a good idea because we could do a whole episode on butter. We should do a whole episode on butter. We should a whole should. episode sweet butter.
0: Avatar Continuum salted. says. Salted. Mom, my cheese is glowing in the dark again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love cheese too. So when I read that, I was like, wow, that sucks. <laughs> hmm. Right. So um, now Sorcerer says butter is fat, not a whole lot of. I've lactose, heard that too. I've heard that but too. But it's not a hundred percent fat. 100% of the calories are from fat.
1: But is it the is it the lectin protein that gets broken when in the butter making process and so therefore it doesn't bother you the or lactate?
0: Some, something. Yeah, yeah, I I, or, I
1: don't I or, right. Don't ask lactate, me. Lactate. Well, well, you know what? We'll have to figure it out for the <laughs> butter episode. Butter almost my before, bacon. <laughs> we have to answer these important butter questions before Project we sit down butter. And the butter episode.
0: I want milk now, really? <laughs> you guys. All right. So um Let's see what else. Okay, so uh, here's something interesting. Okay. So all these ads are geared to us saying we need to consume calcium for our bones.
1: Yep, make me strong.
0: Well, there's a couple of things wrong with that.
1: Let's all go have a snack.
0: The first is, how do you think cows get calcium? <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, they stop drinking their do, their do mom's they, milk did, in toddlerhood. Okay. You know, so where do they get their calcium? From the grass and the feed that they're fed. Because calcium exists in green leafy products, right? Okay. Okay, but so that's that's one thing. You know, they're saying, you know, milk is the source for calcium. But cows don't drink their own milk. Okay. Second thing is that... Um, I'm losing my thought. Was it about calcium? Yes.
1: Is it about how it makes our bones strong?
0: Oh, right. So... In order to absorb calcium, you need to have magnesium. Oh, that. Yeah, it's a mineral, and it sh- it's it's in milk, but at such a small level that you can only uh, process, I think it's 35% of the calcium in a cup of milk. So unless you take a magnesium supplement, which obviously that's not recommended unless you talk to your doctor first, um, you're not absorbing all that calcium. Right. And the extra calcium then can um, get stored up in your kidneys and cause kidney stones. Ooh. Yeah. Um and and a whole whole lot of other problems. But there's also a connection between um between osteoporosis and countries that um encourage high calcium You're consumption. kidding me. You're kidding me. No. No, and and osteoporosis and potassium have a link together. Um um but I don't know exactly what that is or like I'm not gonna elaborate on that because that's not the the point. But yeah, it's it's so crazy. Oh, actually, you know what? I am going to elaborate because I have it right here on my screen. On your screen. This is a calcium and bone disease um, study that they did. Uh, let's see. A study published in January 2001 edition of the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition examined the diets of 1,035 women, particularly focusing on protein intake from animal and vegetable products. In her study, women with high animal-to-vegetable protein ratio experienced increased rate of femoral neck bone loss. A high animal-to-vegetable protein ratio was also associated with an increased risk of hip fracture. Um, wow. Yeah. So, let's see. Heavier and higher intake of, hmm. of... Okay. Women with high animal-to-vegetable protein uh, rations were heavier and had higher intake of total protein... Because they actually call milk liquid meat, you know, because it has so much protein. Um Ugh, gross. But it doesn't have a lot of iron, and that's why they don't recommend it for toddlers, because um, they'd have to drink 31 quarts in order to get their daily recommended value of iron. Um, okay, so these women had a significantly increased rate of bone loss than those who ate just vegetable protein. Women consuming higher rates of animal protein had higher rates of bone loss and hip fracture by a factor of four times. And then that's where it says. And then it says, "Milk has been called liquid meat. The yep. average American eats five ounces of animal protein each day in the form of red meat and chicken. At the same time, the average American consumes nearly six times that amount per day of milk and dairy products." So, yeah. So in a, it goes on. You know, how ironic is it that the dairy industry continues to promote promote the cause of bone disease as the cure to bone disease, when it's not.
1: Hmm. Yeah. You Do know you that think? makes me think.
0: Let's <laughs> go to the kitchen. Let's go out to the
1: kitchen. Let's go out to the kitchen. And have ourselves a snack.
2: Ice cold milk. Help yourself.
1: Let's go out to the kitchen. Let's go out to the kitchen. I had to go through a lot of tribula- tribulations to get that. Uh, <laughs> to play that video, it crashed the whole computer. Like, it, oh. it crashed this machine, and then, it, then, the de- then the desktop locked up because of the flash player. Oh, that's too bad. Ridiculous. <clears throat> All right. What, do you, what else you got?
0: Okay. So, um, just, uh, let's see. Human breast milk is Mother Nature's perfect formula for baby humans. Even the dairy industry scientists would not be foolish enough to debate this universally accepted fact um, breast milk has 33 milligrams of calcium in every hundred grams. So uh, of breast milk, it's really interesting, actually. Um, but down here you can see that compared to other n- other natural sources of calcium, yeah, human breast milk actually is the lowest lowest like, source. Yeah,
1: that's probably see because it slashing? has to get that in order to get that calcium in the breast milk. The calcium has to come from the mother from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they don't want to rob from you.
0: Right. So, anyway, there's this is a whole list of different ways that you can get calcium, you know, like alternatives to milk. Okay. But All right. So, let's see what else I had here.
1: So far, you're making none of this is making me want to drink milk other than mac no. and cheese. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, that's
0: Okay, so osteoporosis is not a problem that should be associated with lack of calcium intake. Osteoporosis results from calcium loss. So, just just to fly, did I? Did I? What did I do with that article? Get off my face! It's not on your face? Oh, okay. It was it was it. Okay, I was watching the wrong thing. Okay. This bacteria. Cow's milk is allowed to have feces in it. You might Ew, not know
1: that. Oh, God. And this, ma-
0: this is a major source for bacteria. Milk is typically pasteurized more than once before it gets to your table, each time for only 15 seconds at 162 degrees Fahrenheit, which is really interesting because to sanitize water, one is told to boil it at 212 degrees Fahrenheit for several minutes. Hmm. That's pretty crazy, especially considering that milk is, you know, almost primarily water. Okay, so the other point. Th- the other thing about that, um, oh no, is that it says keep in mind that at room temperature the number of bacteria in milk doubles around every oh. twenty minutes. Oh, so you know keep that in mind for when your milk's sitting out. Yeah, when you're when for those of you that do feed milk to your children, you know that sippy cup, don't reuse it. Yucky. Gross. Yucky, yucky. <laughs> All right. I mean, I feel like yeah. Plus is another thing, okay. Uh, I'm not gonna read. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Wow. Did you? Yeah, I burped. <laughs> you. You burped, and then like it just. wa It just. It hit my face like a brick.
1: <laughs> You're welcome.
0: <laughs> I was just like, I. I can't breathe. What is that smell? Too much milk. <laughs> not really. No. No. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. So basically when, you know, the cow's udders get really um, sore, they bleed, yeah. they pus, you know, and the white blood cells oh. end up in the milk, Oh. right? Oh, And this is actually really gross. Like 10 years ago, my boss oh. told me, by the way, the discolored milk, they turn that into chocolate milk. Yeah, that's true. And that's when I was like, okay, I was drinking a gallon of chocolate milk a week at that time. And and I, oh, I just yeah. read one of my studies. Uh, I just read that having that much milk when you're in your 20s, which is what I was, not a good idea.
1: <laughs> oh really? Yeah. How come.
0: Uh, I I can't remember. I was yeah, because you run were a big fan. You
1: were a big fan of that.
0: I was. Well, I thought you know, hey, I'm getting my calcium. Sheeple.
1: <laughs> yeah, you were being a bit of a sheeple there, weren't you?
0: Yeah. Okay. So now is cow milk kosher? I don't know. Okay, so D3 is derived from an animal, okay? Sunlight reaction that converts 7-dehydrocholesterol um, to vitamin D3 is a pure chemical reaction that occurs in your skin in, the cert- in certain cells. So, basically, vitamin D3 can come from four different sources. Okay. Pig skin, sheep skin, raw fish liver, and pig brains, most of the time, the vitamin D three is is extracted from pig skin and sold to dairy processors.
1: So you, you mean like the vitamin D supplement that I'm taking?
0: Um, I don't. We'd have to read it to see what where it's being taken from. Mm. But the point is, there is a pig byproduct added to milk. It's not kosher. The vitamin D three is that product. That's
1: where they get it from.
0: That's what I just read. Yeah. Well,
1: I know that was an option. Ew. It, yeah, that's what
0: it, it's primarily, yeah. Yeah, it's either going to be Most pig skin, time, sheep skin, raw, raw fish, fish liver, liver, or pig brains. E. one 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 loves pig brains. Well, I mean, you
1: know, I like bacon an awful lot. Yikes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um oh and then there's all sorts of you know other things that, that it causes and the pollution, whatever, okay, blah blah blah. Um other health trashing substances in cow's milk? <laughs> no. Do you have
1: any pro cow milk? I should go look
0: Well, that's what we started with was like facts about it.
1: I should go look like Dairy Council
0: <laughs> uh, All right. Here's a couple quotes for you um, from people that you've probably never heard of, but okay. nonetheless quotes. It's not natural for humans to drink cow's milk. Human milk is for humans. Cow milk is for calves. You have no more need of cow's milk as you do rat's milk, horse's milk or elephant's milk. Okay. Cow's milk is a high fat fluid exquisitely designed to turn a 65 pound baby calf into a 400 pound cow. That's what a cow. That's what cow's milk is for. That's Dr. Michael Clayper, M.D. The other quote I have is: I no longer recommend dairy products after the age of two years. Other calcium sources offer many advantages that dairy products do not have, says Dr. Benjamin Spock. What
1: was that? I love how smooth you are. You're so smooth. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. Keep going. Why don't you just keep going and pretend like maybe I'm not preloading stuff over here. Okay, fine. I I can never sneak anything by.
0: (laughs) Whatever. All right.
1: They didn't hear it. They don't even know what you're talking about.
0: All right. So there's this milk letter on notmilk.com. And there was something interesting in it that I wanted to read. Okay.
1: Notmilk.com.
0: Yeah. Here, let me make it bigger. Where is it? Lots of good information here. Okay. Well, at least cow milk is pure. Or is it? 50 years ago, an average cow produced 2,000 pounds of milk per day. Per year. I'm sorry, per year. Today, the top producers give 50,000 pounds per year. That's, That's, wow. Yeah, and we already discussed. It's accomplished using drugs, antibiotics, hormones, forced feeding plans, and specialized breeding. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. All right. And then the cow and chicken reference that I made earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So, eat chicken today and get cow disease tomorrow. Last night, the Los Angeles Lakers—obviously, this didn't really happen last night. This was a while ago, but the Los Angeles Lakers basketball team got creamed by the Sacramento Kings and fell behind two games to one in the Western Conference Finals. Earlier this week, Lakers star Kobe Bryant got creamed with a severe case of food poisoning after eating a cheeseburger and cheesecake. The Los Angeles Lakers coach Phil Jackson gave this nutritional advice to Kobe. Uh, We told him if he had some chicken soup, he'd be fine. Not after reading today's column, Phil. On Thursday, May 23, 2002, the British newspaper Guardian reported that cow proteins were found in chicken breast fillets. 30 samples were tested. 17 of those samples of chicken breast meat contained DNA from mammals, including cows and pigs. Hmm. That's that substance, uh, the substance that causes mad cow disease, is called prion. Prions are not destroyed by cooking. As a matter of fact, prions exposed to a thousand degree heat Celsius in lab tests cannot be deactivated. Whoa,
1: that's like super bacteria. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, it is. In two thousand one, thirteen billion pounds of dead cow parts were fed to Americans, America's chickens, as food. If you are raising your own chickens and slaughtering, um, and slaughtering same, then you fully control their life and death process. Are and are more aware of what you're putting into their bodies, and ultimately yours. If your dead chicken is purchased from a supermarket or for, or from Kentucky Fried fast food restaurant, Hey-o! then you have no, you have no clue what went into that bird's body. Um, let's see. Okay,
1: well that's true of everything, though.
0: Oh yeah, and then they talk about the different bacteria that are found on chicken, which is disgusting. But um, okay. All right. That was that.
1: Of course these links are available too. People want to go read the the them in their full the fullity. Is that is that the word?
0: In their their fullity, in completion.
1: In their in their full Entirety. In their fullitude. If you want to read these articles in their fullitude.
0: Okay, so then this website notmilk.com, also has a, an entire section dedicated to all the different milk stash ads. Um and their their comment on that is they've become a part of our culture. Puss on lips. Gross is what they're calling it. The formula is sour cream and vanilla ice cream. It's thick, it's flemmy, it makes you beautiful. <laughs> now, for your reading pleasure, my take on four dozen of my all time favorite inappropriate dairy industry blunders. So it's actually making fun of of the ads. And and here's one that I know all of you will enjoy, or most of you, you know, because you're internet funny. Oh uh, uh scrubs. Yeah. So here is an ad, and I remember seeing this in magazines. Yeah, I remember these. Um, it might have been in a commercial on TV. So here's here's the comments that this editor had on this. Whoa. Okay, that's that's big. Okay. At last, a dairy industry advertisement accurately reflecting the true outcome of a, of a lifetime of milk and cheese consumption. Take note of the three x-rays. You do not need a degree in osteopathic medicine to note the actress Sarah uh, what is her last name? Uh, Chalk. Is it Chalk? Okay. Has a badly deteriorated hip joint. Now, if you remember earlier, I mentioned that the overconsumption of calcium can cause, you know, things like such as, I specifically said, hip stuff. So, yeah, hip she stuff. has a bad hip joint.
1: Actually, and not to interrupt, but just along uh-huh. those lines, uh, Rikai in the chat room linked me to this. Article on PubMed.gov, dietary intake of vitamin D during adolescence and uh, can lead to risk of multiple sclerosis. Adolescence may be an important uh, period of development, and multiple sclerosis suggests that adequate uh, vitamin D nutrition is protective. But uh, from daily intake of vitamin D was calculated, adolescence diet available from 379 incidences of multiple sclerosis cases confirmed that over 44 combined years of follow-up, 67 relevant cases... Uh, so they 've they so this is a study of about four hundred people total that they found this yeah that 's interesting
0: okay, back to my uh, thing right. over here so um cardiovascular problems, all three of the hearts in these x rays are diseased and shrivelled up maybe it 's because these are all x rays of cadavers. <laughs> Like, do they not research what they put into their ads? No, they're just, ads. They're just art people so, grabbing some yeah, photos. Yeah, I know. So they call it, this, this uh, writer calls it poetic justice in the dairy industry message. Um, sex change operations, anyone? These are all female skeletons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny.
0: That's another, you know, misnomer on this. Or not mis? I don't know. I don't think that's the right word. Anyway, Zach Braff and Donald um, Adioson? Faison? Wow, he's got two names? Uh, seem to be doing quite well from the estrogen and progesterone normally found in a glass of cow's milk. Full-body x-rays, these three members of the cast of Scrubs have been exposed to more radiation than has been discovered in all of Saddam's non-existent nuke program. Oh,
1: see, now they're just getting now they're getting jabby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, so... um. Da, 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 da. So, anyway... Oh, consumption of dairy products, particularly at age 20 years, were associated with an increased risk of hip fractures. Metabolism of dietary protein causes increased urinary secretion of calcium. So That's what you were talking about. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So anyway, you can look at any of the, uh, there's uh, Rugrats, there's Super Bowl, Three Stooges, Incredible Hulk. Uh, Do any of these stand out to you that you want to see what he had to say about it? No? Not really. Okay. All right. Just I mean, take it off the screen? All right. Okay. So now I want to just tell you about um, our dude. Mr. Dylan. Dylan. He had uh, gastroesophageal reflex disease, GERD, and he was our first child. And um, I breastfed him, and I modified my diet and did everything I could to try to make sure that that my milk was acceptable for his body and, um, it wasn't working, but I, I made it work somehow for 12 months and at 12 months, just, just after his first birthday, he all of a sudden would not drink it at all, would not take any of my breast milk. And I didn't know what to do. And I knew, I already knew that I didn't want to give him cow milk. Like I don't drink cow milk and I, it's just, it, it, the, the idea was just weird to me. Just not even having done any research, you know, like like I just talked about for the show. This was his first and last bottle of cow milk.
1: <laughs> I
0: gave him 2%, um, not whole, which is what they that recommend. That
1: face looks skeptical too, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, he did not. He took one sip and threw the bottle. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's see if this next picture. I don't yeah,
1: know. he is wearing man's pants. You're right. Those are man pants.
0: <laughs> yeah, they sure are. Yeah. So, I went to the grocery store. And what did you see, Ange? I saw all of this. You saw an aisle
1: full of different boxed milks.
0: As milk alternatives. Yeah. And starting at the top, there's almond milk, which has very little nutritious content. It's delicious, (laughs) but it's not very nutritional. Okay. There's hazelnut milk, same problem. And the whole nut thing was, you know, it's still questionable when they're a year old. You know, they haven't had peanut butter yet. Oh, yeah, nut allergies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Rice milk. In the amount of consumption that a one-year-old would need to drink, there is far too much arsenic in it. So well, that's out. Yeah, so that was out. Um, and then there is also soy milk, which um, for is not recommended for boys specifically because – and I can't remember the right phrase. It doesn't have estrogen in it, but it has estrogen-promoting – Factors in it. Going to give him boobies. <laughs> He's going to lactate. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the point is, it was no good. So, so then we saw hemp milk, and at the time, um, we were becoming rather familiar with the medical or medicinal benefits of hemp of hemp and the marijuana plant, and so we saw that and we decided to give it a try, and thankfully. He liked it. Hen milk's and been a hit. I like it too. I literally cried because, you know, here's my baby and he won't take my milk and he he won't drink cow milk and I needed to get him some other kind of nutrition, you know, non I mean, he was eating food, but he also needed some sort of beverage.
1: Liquid supplement.
0: Yeah, liquid. So anyway, so that is what we did from then on. And Abby has never had regular milk. She went straight from breast milk at 15 months to hemp milk.
1: And the nutrition facts have worked out great. We did a whole episode on that. Oops. So, but the uh, but the you know the protein and everything of hemp milk, we really liked it. It like there was uh, other than the cost. That's the biggest downside.
0: Well, yeah, so it costs twice as much as regular milk.
1: Yeah. So there's that. But from a protein from a oh, I thought you were kidding.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, I just thought maybe I'd do from a, that. From a
1: protein standpoint though and and wh- like what's it got there? Uh
0: So here's here's what what we can learn after tonight's show this is really kind of cool so the calcium amount in in this two percent milk calcium yeah yeah both of both of these nutrition facts are for one cup and there are four servings for each of these containers
1: and one's hemp and one's cow milk
0: yeah two percent milk on the left hemp milk vanilla on the right and i say vanilla because yes there's added sugars um, and calories because of that vanilla in there um, but, okay, so calcium is 30% in one cup of 2% milk. In the hemp milk, it's 50%, okay, which is substantial. Cow milk does not list magnesium at all. Hemp milk has 25%. And after today's show, you will know that...
1: Can't, you absorb calcium that, without magnesium. That
0: all of the calcium in the hemp milk won't be absorbed because... Um, I, I don't think it has to be an equal amount.
1: All the calcium in the dairy but, milk.
0: But, um, like I don't think calcium and magnesium have to be equal, but there has to be enough. Yeah. Um, okay. So the other thing that stands out that stood out to me, there's 18 grams of protein in, yeah. the, in the 2% milk, right. whereas there's three in, in the hemp milk. So hemp milk would not be considered liquid meat. Right. Okay. <laughs> but I always thought and assumed that protein meant iron. I know. I don't know why I think that, but I do. 2% milk has 0% iron. Whereas the hemp milk has six percent.
1: I think you're burying the most um, one of the most interesting ones though. Which B- one? Uh, vitamin D. Well, yeah. Twenty-five percent <laughs> in two uh, percent milk, mm-hmm. right? And then vitamin D on the hemp milk thirty percent. Yeah.
0: Now, not to be confused with vitamin D three that we talked about from. Oh,
1: okay. Right.
0: Vitamin D three is a sun chem uh, okay. sun skin reaction.
1: Yeah.
0: Chemical reaction. Yeah. Vitamin D is the uh, more generic like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: That was my confusion there. Right. All right. Okay,
0: cool. But the point is, okay, but then so there's no scary Also,
1: uh by the way, just side note, vitamin yeah. B twelve in mm-hmm. hemp helps you wake up, think a little better. And <laughs> well, there's uh there's uh twenty-five percent in the hemp milk. Well, not only that, but need. vitamin
0: E, there's four percent in hemp milk none listed for 2% yeah. milk and vitamin E is really good for your skin yeah. but look at the bottom here according on the 2% milk according to the FDA no significant difference has been shown between milk derived from rbst treated and non rbs treated uh rbst treated cows and that's of course uh, referring to the hormone yeah
1: i think it's also interesting that uh Hemp milk has a gram of fiber in it, whereas dairy right. milk... Right,
0: yeah, and fiber is important.
1: Now, the problem with this vanilla hemp milk the we get is it has a slightly more uh, sugar. Yeah, I already, I already I mentioned the I know. sugar I thing. Know. I know, I know, But that's just our choice in getting the vanilla flavored.
0: Yeah. So um, so that's pretty crazy. And then I, I have one more picture. Ta-da! Oh, there's our, Abby drinking Our milk. poster girl <laughs> holding her hemp milk.
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, which we buy in the crate. We buy in a crate the crate Yeah.
0: And like I said, it's twice expensive, but I just feel like I'm giving my kids uh, just a much healthier No, Oh, and we drink option. it, too.
1: I drink it every morning.
0: I don't drink it. I had it in mashed potatoes a couple times that I made for the kids, but I... Yeah. For
1: cooking, we still it's, kind of prefer dairy.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, we should really have the regular hemp. It's really nutty kind of yeah, tasting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. If
1: you don't I, mind nuts in your mouth.
0: I, I don't. And that actually brings us to...
1: What do we got in the mail sack, Ah,
0: uh, Let's see, I gotta get that down And I
1: got a video whenever you're ready for the mail sack, too Okay Right there, I put it right oh, there Oh, I
0: just, I just closed the dock, that's what I did My
1: browser might have crashed earlier, but fear not I went out and got that video again Using my ninja skills With a web browser On the internet <laughs> What do you use? <laughs>
0: I wasn't listening because I was just trying really frantic. You were attempting to, to use ninja skills okay. to open up here. Right. Your... Here we go. All right, what do you uh, got? James writes. Hello, James. Hi. Hey, Chris and Angela. <laughs> this is like, oh, by the way, an afterthought. <laughs> okay. Hey, James. About three months ago, I bought a Toshiba laptop with Windows 8 preloaded and hated it. Even after an evening of giving it a chance to grow on me, I decided <laughs> to give Linux another try. <laughs> As it was about six or seven years. She turned that.
1: Six or seven years. Uh,
0: since my last frustrating attempts to get Linux, which was Fedora, Debian, and Mandrake, up uh-huh. and running on the PC uh-huh. I had at the time, um, and get some work done, spreadsheets, audio production, and a few other specific issues, I was expecting a nightmare of frustrations and long hours, trawling, traw- trawling, trawling, trawling forums to get everything working. In reality, once I disabled UEFI and BIOS, ah. everything else worked out. Of the box, yeah. I got so carried away with with glee that my laptop now has seven distros loaded. Oh, geez. Mint 14, Ubuntu Studio and Server both 12.10, uh Manjaro or is it Man-Haro? Manjaro? Man- oh, Manjaro. Oh, Manjaro 0.8.3, SynArch Ubuntu with Unity 12.04 Boom! LTS and Raring. Um, wow, nice. I haven't quite got up to full capability with audio production, but for everything else, I really don't miss Windows 7 at all, which is a pleasant surprise. But why so many distros? Anyway. Just, just in the market, seeing what you like? <laughs> anyway, the reason for boring you with this, which I don't think I bored anybody. I think all the tech listeners are like, wow. <laughs> you Seven know? distros? Yeah, okay. Um, Okay, let's see. Uh, The reason why, uh, for boring you with this, is that once I got into using Linux, I naturally found out about the Linux Action Show, which led me towards TechSnap, Radio, Unfilter, and the Faux Show. Right on. That's as far as I've got so far, only so much time in the day. This Sunday was my first time listening to Last Live and participating via IRC. Awesome. I really appreciate what Jupiter Broadcasting does, and I'd like to subscribe. However, uh oh, I work as an IT contractor, and I'm currently off work following surgery. As a consequence, we have no money coming in. Even so, if Jupiter Broadcasting stops producing shows, I'll have nothing to watch and listen to while I'm recuperating, and that won't do it all. I realize that my measly $10 subscription won't keep the wolves from the door on its own, but I hope it helps. It does. Keep on producing great content and hang in there. Um, hang on in there. I'm sure the good people who listen to the shows will come through for you. Thank you, sir. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Very long-winded, but totally okay. Yeah. And,
1: uh, thank you <laughs> for taking perfect. the time not only to write in, but to also yeah. donate.
0: Well, yeah, I like, the, I like hearing the backstory of all that. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, he's really hardcore Linux. I
1: know. He's like, I haven't gotten the audio editing done yet. I'm like, that's because I- you're too busy loading <laughs> operating systems, James.
0: <laughs> no kidding. All right. So, oh, I need to open my Jupyter Broadcasting Mail. So while I do that. You want me to play this? You can uh, go ahead and play that.
1: All right. I don't even know what this is. You shouldn't. Okay. should I, You want to hand me the headphones?
0: Yes. All right, sneak those in. All right. Here
1: we go. Here we go. I'm going to of the... Oh, uh, what Chrome wants to do right now is is... Just that. They just wants to chill. Chrome just wants to.
0: Gosh. Wow. Okay, you know what I, I like is the Chrome. There show. We go. Oh, my gosh. Next week, we're going to be in costume. Oh, yeah. Halloween next week. And, you know, I just might do something. Hmm? What? I'll just leave it at that.
1: So I said, go hmm. grab mom. I want to show her something. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Yes. And my name. Superman.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know it didn't work because I'm pregnant. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, how about we don't get into this yeah, about, just, I'm about not, when I'm we not, were humping? We don't, need to, <laughs> we don't need we don't need to give out humping time li- timelines here. No <laughs> humping timeline.
0: So they put it together. So there we go. Whatever. Right. So Nogle was the mastermind behind this. He he found that little clip. Because he got one of his friends to start watching the faux show, and she was catching up on that hemp episode where I said, I'm going to do something next. Or, you know, I'm going to be in costume, I'm going to do something next week. And and he's calling that an Easter egg. I, I, I'd call it a foreshadow, maybe, you know? <laughs> an unknown foreshadow. Um, and then... <laughs> And then Mailholler helped him out with some mad editing skills uh and put together that little uh you know the Good work, a, guys. a couple extra clips uh and the whole eight weeks later, which I thought was brilliant. Uh-huh. So uh uh-huh. there you go.
1: I like uh turn page with hands, he just says uh Chrome just wants to sit on his ass tonight. And I believe that's what it was, is my Chrome browser just wanted to sit on his butt. Now, while we were watching that video, did you have time to pull up the email that you I were gonna show? I did,
0: I did. Um so, let me... Is it
1: about the Star Trek Blu-ray and how awesome no. it is? Because that's what I wanted to talk about. No.
0: Jez Rolk wrote in...
1: I just call him Jez to keep it... No, you don't. I do.
0: Oh, okay. He went to... Uh, where did it go? Can I show
1: that? Or is it going to yeah. put like, his personal information on there?
0: Oh, you know... Let's... Yeah.
1: I don't know if it's going <laughs> to show like... Yeah. Yeah. But I see that.
0: Okay. So this... Well, you can't really make it out. But this is a list of all the different toppings that he had on his pizza
1: whoa i thought that was a costco grocery list or like a costco receipt i'm not even kidding
0: it was only 24 dollars
1: Whoa, whoa, that looks like a killer pizza.
0: Look at that. Great so Scott. It had five different sauces, and if I remember correctly, 34 different <laughs> toppings. What? All right, so get off of the screen for a sec so I can check the email. Oh, my gosh. Right, you asked me to send a picture of our crazy pizza, so I sent in the picture with the receipt. Also, the price total, there were 37 toppings with five different sauces. It was ordered from Sarpino's Pizza in the South Loop of Chicago, and they um, had an ult- uh, I'm sorry, an. Limited toppings deal, so we picked every topping they offered. The store actually called us to confirm that we actually wanted the pizza. That's brave. We ended up getting the pizza because it was about three in the morning. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh And discovered that on our um, campus, the only place that would deliver at 2 a.m. is that Sarpino's. Uh, I hope I'm saying it right. Um, It was dubbed the Gobstopper pizza because it seemed to last forever and each bite tasted nothing like the (laughs) (laughs) previous. So that's the Gobstopper pizza. That's great. Wow. I like it. That is
1: a serious pizza.
0: That is amazing. Could you eat? Could you handle that? Ooh, a Pizza Awards faux show. Do it. People got
1: to start sending their pizzas.
0: Right? Yeah. Not yet. Don't do it yet. No.
1: Wait for the word. Wait for the bat signal. The faux show signal. Yep. Is there anything else? Um. Uh... checking your email one last time.
0: Uh, I'm checking the show doc.
1: Well, uh... I
0: hate this. I, you can, Look, I'm trying to click on the
1: dock. What's going on over there? Nothing. It won't go to it. It won't go to the dock. It's, I think it's the, the dock's the one above it. Actually, there you go. No. Oh, no. it's not.
0: No. Well, okay, there we go. I got it. Okay. No, that's it. <laughs>
1: Boy, that was worth it. Give me a <laughs> high five.
0: Yes. All
1: right. So, the Faux show's live Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Pacific over at jblive.tv. You can subscribe to the RSS feed and get it automatically. Then you don't mm-hmm. even have to worry about
0: it. Mm Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Anything else?
0: It feels like there's something else, but I don't, I can't think of it. So, we won't waste any more of your time. We you can always tell them next week. Yeah. Yeah. That's your cue. That's it for this episode of The Faux Show. We'll see you next week. Don't forget, you can catch recent episodes of The Faux Show on juperbroadcasting.com slash Show. Also, get them on demand in the iTunes store. Search for Faux Show.